Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, good afternoon, all good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. It is season eight. It is episode 18, which means, John's that we've been doing this for over eight years. Do you feel old doing it for over eight years? Week in, week out, a podcast? feel old. Hey. Cool, you worked that out so well, you know. It's nothing to do with a podcast. Oh, oh, no, you should have been a copper with that. No, you could have been a yeah. detective. Anyway, uh, welcome, John. Where are you and what are you doing? I'm in my loft speaking to you, Sean and Nigel. And uh, well, you've let, let it, who, who, uh, who the other presenter is this week. It is Shedman. Shedman, where are you and what are you doing? I'm back in my shed. Good, good. Have you got heating on? Yes. Good. Do you have like an app that can turn on the heating ahead of time or is it like a little fan heater? No, it's all fill radiator. You walk in, switch it on, you give it half hour to warm up. It's insulated, the shed. Well, three sides of it was insulated, to be fair. Will will your dog be making an appearance this week? He made Blasted dog. Or dogs. Dogs. Uh, um, is that, one's asleep. Um, oh God! And the other one's all. He's up. He's gone upstairs with a wife. So. Yeah. Anyway, no uh, George this week. He is now in St. Lucia. He uh, watched the game in Miami. Uh, did his best Don Johnson uh, impression. Uh, that's Miami Vice. If if you're too young to remember that, and uh, white suit. And he's now in St. Lucia, enjoying the second week of his honeymoon. Is he, when is he back, John? Uh, weekend. Weekend? Yeah, the weekend. Two weeks he went for. Excellent. Um, who are we playing at the weekend? Bournemouth. Or is it Bournemouth away. Bournemouth away. <laughs> Excellent. Anyway, it's not a honeymoon podcast. It is a West Ham podcast. And we won a game with our big team mentality against the mighty Gooners. Uh, all three of us were there. Let's start with you, Jonathan. Um, early kickoff, because we don't do three o'clock on a Saturday anymore, which means we didn't get down to the sports club earlier. 
Um, well, you what didn't. did you make of it? The game or the support? Yeah. The game. The early kickoff. I didn't like the early kickoff. Um, I'm surprised we didn't get a chorus of Sky TV is bleep bleep shit. Um, I uh, enjoyed the game, Sean. Thank you. Hang on. Let me just do a... (laughs) I just like the way you bleep bleeped and then still said shit. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I thought I'd give up half. You, so you enjoyed the game, but, I but when it. I came to see you at half time, because you didn't enjoy the game. I, I did sorry. enjoy the game, yes. But when I saw you at half time, because I was in row four, yeah, um, and you were in row 19, yeah. you went, this game is dull as dishwater. And I went, I didn't say no, it dull it's as not. dishwater. You came up and said, this is a great game. I said, it's not a great game. I thought I thought it lacked any any intensity. I thought both. That's teams... the word you used. You said this yeah. game lacks any intensity. They both they were both standing off. They we both had probably an equal percentage of opportunities. I think we both had a couple of decent efforts. I know Fabianski made a decent save low down to Lacazette. Um, Anderson got set up nicely by Nasri and put it wide. Obviously. Uh, Declan Rice and his header, but you know it wasn't it wasn't a great paced and intensity is the right word, Sean. So that's what I said. Yeah, I said you can't really see that when you're four rows from the front, or you can see people's legs. That's <laughs> that is true. That is true. So um, uh, yeah, I mean, both sides were not great. I didn't think in the first half, though. You know, it was decent enough. We had some nice. Um, spells of possession. I thought Arnie, Anderson, especially, and Nasri linked up quite well. It could could blossom into something if everyone's still there. Um, mm. And then obviously the second half, we came out, scored a goal early, and, and the whole thing, game sort of raised up a notch, and it was a bit to and a throw in, and we we done really well to get the win. Who who was your man of the match after Declan Rice, who's obviously a shoe in for the man <coughs> of the match? Uh, yeah, Declan Rice was the man of the match after uh, Declan Rice. Uh, oh, I mean, uh, Anderson had a really good game. Uh, yeah, Issa Diop was was superb again at the back. Yeah, uh, I thought Creswell had one of his best games for a long time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Antonio seems to be playing himself back into form. Yeah. Um, cool, we're agreeing. How about uh, Nasri? I think Nas, uh, Nasri, you could see, you can see the class. We all know he's got the class. We all know he's got the ability to do what he's done in in the past in the cha- in the um, in the Premier League. We've seen it, so we know what he's got about him. Although it was a little bit off the pace, but he he, he did create quite a few like interesting pass and moves and things and he, he I thought he'd done quite well but he, he does look a little bit off the pace but and he got the assist he got the honestly. assist he, he set up Anderson in the first you know he always seemed to have time it was just his final ball a couple of times went astray but I mean he had an opportunity as well didn't he he shot at the near post to keep a low down yeah I was going to say that he had a chance on goal as well so but you know now, he, he can only get better he could be uh, uh, 
prove to be a great bit of business if, if he... yeah I think so it won't uh, stat attack before we go to Nigel 41% for West Ham which means obviously 59 majority possession for Arsenal both sides had uh, 11 shots Arsenal had two shots on target uh, saved by Fabianski another good game and uh, West Ham had three and there's a difference um now, before we move to Nigel, let me just give you another stat because I know you'll be very excited on this one. It was the record home uh, attendance. Um, and I'm just looking it up now. 59,946. 59,946, a record. And actually, I bumped into, at half-time, Nicola Kay, who's the head of ticketing. And I said to her, I said, oh, the... Um, you know, the, the FA Cup game looked really busy and, and a real attendance. And uh, she said, yeah, we've been working really hard on it, getting tickets sold, etc." And I thought Saturday looked one of the most fullest games or the stadium looked the fullest I've seen it for a long, long time. Did, did you agree with that before we move on to the game, Nigel? No. No. <laughs> I thought there was more there for the Birmingham game. than. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, but anyway, let's move on to the game. I do want to talk about Arsenal. Ask me a question. See that, listeners. Ask a question. I do want to talk about. I want to talk about Arsenal and, and them sneaking in and uh, West Ham fan TV talking to them where the bloke sneaked in and you've seen it and he goes, "Yeah, I uh, my first Arsenal game. Oh, a, it was really horrible sitting in the West Ham end." Um, and then said, "Some lady behind me told me that I needed to cheer Nazri. I ain't going to do that." And that that was the kid from Norway, wasn't it? Yeah, the kid from Norway. Yeah. And then the guy well, from... He didn't um, look Norwegian. He didn't. Can and I tell you that? <laughs> yeah. And then the other guy, who's an American, <laughs> went, yeah, yeah, I sat in the West Ham end. It was horrible, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> they were booing Nasri, though. So let's talk about the game. Um, I don't think anyone expected us to win it. We, we talked last week on it, and I don't think... I actually went for 1-0, but then I always go for 1-0. Um, I went with a draw. What do you? What was? What was your? I mean, obviously, it was a nervous finish. But what was your view on on the game, Nigel? Um, it, sometimes in the past we've beat Arsenal, and you can say, "Well, they've battered us, but we've got a result." That was not one of them. I, I thought both teams were quite equal to the task. The mm-hmm. defenses both stood up well. We took our chance. They had chances to score. But they couldn't hit the target for me. Fabianski made what three saves, two saves. Yeah, That's yeah, he didn't, he didn't have to do a lot, did he? So he did what he had to do. But I mean, Abamyang really didn't do a lot. Lacazette couldn't find the target. And f- for me, the, I thought Nasri Arnautovic and Anderson linked really well. There was some nice play on the edge of the area the one-touch football where they're trying to pick holes in Arsenal's defence. For me, I thought it it showed there's a good future there with the three of them, <laughs> he says. Mm. Uh, so, depending on the outcome of one of them. Uh, you know, great to see Declan Rice finally get his goal. Good, you know, a good goal as well. Um, yeah. When you're in mid- A bit messy, messy like. A lot of people were comparing. Oh, him. I thought it was quite tidy to finish. Um, comparing <laughs> him to Bobby Moore again. Um, 
And interestingly, as you probably know, he joined an exclusive group of teenagers, West Ham teenagers, to score in the Premier League. Ten, isn't it? Only in the last few days of his teens as well. Yeah. Ten, wasn't it? I think they said there's ten. Ten, yeah. 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 Um, no, I, you know, I, for whatever reason, Arsenal... I think if Arsenal play at their best, they they will get something from the game. But you know, luckily for us, they didn't. We you could say we didn't allow them to play at their best. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't pick one person out and say, oh, he didn't do well, or he could have done better. I think every man turned up, even the subs. We yeah, we did. I mean, we did feel well. like we were holding on at the end. Um, yeah, but you're gonna get that, aren't you? Even, you know, look at the Man United game. They were holding on at the end yesterday. You know, that's what happens. When you've got something yeah. to hold on to, you're entitled to hold on to it if you want. Yeah. And um, and I just want to mention why I remember it. Uh, Declan Rice, happy birthday, by the way, uh, Declan, 20 today. If you're listening. Um, yeah, if you're listening. Um, obviously went to celebrate afterwards in, in a, a Surrey Boozer just down the road for us in Surbiton. Um, Berryland's pub. Uh, uh, Mez tipped me off for that, by the way, John, because uh, it's his local. And he said, oh, yeah, that pub in question. We were all going, yeah, is it the Vic? Is it the, the driver in, in Bow? But no, it's a pub in Surrey. That, and, and most of those people were his two brothers and his mates rather than, you know, a, they did seem, yeah, lots of out-of-towners. Now, what I was <laughs> going to say about um, Declan is it wasn't just the goal, right? I watched him, and, and, and I haven't always been his biggest fan. I thought sometimes oh, people are overrating him and, you know, they need to go easy. But actually, I watched him and watched him, uh, rather than looking at my phone, John, and and it was his defensive ability and the little touches he gave as well. It it it, it was an all-round um, performance. It wasn't just, you know, sometimes, you know, he scores the only goal of the game, he automatically gets man of the match. But he was everywhere. He was everywhere. He was well up for that game. And he just seemed to be everywhere. Just little touches where, and Match of the Day didn't actually analyse this. I don't know if you saw Match of the Day. No. Of, of how good he is. Um, there was one tackle that was Bobby Moore-esque. Yeah. Where the geezer's bearing down on him, like Bobby Moore in the 1970 Brazil game. And he just steps forward at the right moment and takes the ball and then proceeds to come out. I'm not comparing him to Bobby Moore. Um, you can't, you know, apples and pears. Well, you did, you just No, did. I said the tackle was Bobby Moore-esque. So you could see, if you took that tackle and took his tackle, you could see perhaps, oh, I'm comparing it there. Um, I never see, I see Bobby Moore play for Fulham. I never see him play for West Ham that I remember. Mm. So I can't say what he was. I know there was a big thing um, yesterday with X saying he was better than Rio. I think I said that a couple of weeks ago. That for me, he, he, Rio at nineteen and Declan Weiss at nineteen. Declan Weiss is a better all-round player. Okay, um, all right. Anything to say else about the game? Uh, Declan's school. We're going to talk about Anatovic in a minute and his wave goodbye to both of you. But in, anything more to say about the game? Except for we won it one 0 and we we went eighth briefly before dropping back to ninth. Well, I just I just think we we looked. We just look well set up, well drilled. I mean, the way he set up with Rice and Noble and back and you know in front of the yeah. defence, and, and it, it's working with the like the the mix of attack and defence. 
I think Pellegrini is getting it right. Yeah. I mean, Pellegrini said today, and I wrote saying on Clarence Hugh, he said, you know, I've, t- I've been, keep on talking about it. It's big team mentality. I'm getting the guys to get this big team mentality, to play like a team, to think like a big team. You know, and I, I used to think, what a load of old bollocks when he used to say it. But I see what he's saying. You know, you're not going to beat big teams unless you think like a big team. You like, you play like a big team. Don't just like be scared and just go on the counter attack. And I think, we saw some of that. It's not, you know, we're only six months into a three-year project with Pellegrini. But I've also been impressed, and this is a good link to Anatovic, is the way he dealt with an Anatovic question post-match. And he said, we'll see, you know. I don't want to talk about it. We need a solution. He said the right thing. We need a solution that is suitable for everybody. The players, the manager, the club, the fans, everybody, you know. Yeah, well, you, brother. Think, you bear in mind that, you know, he's six, like you say, he's six months in. He now knows exactly what he's got to deal yeah. with and what he's got in his hands. He will now already start thinking about, because we're, we're, we're going to be safe. He's going to look about where he wants to go with it at the end of the season, who he wants out and what he wants in. Who knows? Yeah. Arnautovic might have already been part of that. So, you know, yeah. something that well, let's, let's talk about the Anatovic incident. So he played for 70 minutes. My view is he looked, I was surprised when he started. Um, I was tipped off that he was starting, but he, he looked a bit disinterested. He looked frustrated. And I think I said to you, John, he kept on holding up his hands like, and was frustrated. No one was passing to him. Um, he, he just didn't, he did go over and sort of celebrate with rice, but he didn't over celebrate it. Seventy minutes, he seemed to, with both hands, wave goodbye to the crowd, which everyone's taken as that's the end. We last see of him. He did get a pat on the back from Pellegrini. Went to sit down, but literally at full time, he was out of there. When the rest of the team was celebrating a win over Arsenal, he was down the tunnel. Um, cameras picked him up, face like thunder. He had a plane to catch. He jumped onto yeah. He jumped into a cab, went straight to Heathrow Airport photographed in the Heathrow airport and after thought quickly said, oh, I'm off to Vienna for New Serbian New Year um, because all the players have got till Tuesday morning off. Um, allegedly told um, uh, Austrian press that he's leaving West Ham, but Austrian press often say things about him and you don't know if they're true or not. Um, so let me ask you the two questions before we possibly touch on the rooms of what we can and can't say. Um, is that his last game in a West Ham shirt, John, in your view? Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I, it wouldn't surprise me at all if it is. I mean, I'd, Nigel? No. I don't... You think, you, know, you think he's staying? No. But I think he'll play Saturday. What it could be yeah. is his last game at the London Stadium, bearing in mind we're not playing, we're not back there till the Liverpool game on the 4th of Feb. Oh, and that, that might be though. rescheduled as well, as, as John was just discussing before we came on air. Well, I... You know, he, 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 didn't, he wasn't totally disinterested. He did get involved. He wasn't as energetic, but there's talk of him might have been injured or carrying well, an injury. Yeah, yeah. You know, He's got a little uh, bit of a bad back and that's that's why Pellegrini know, he, said he pulled him off for um seventy minutes like he did before in the FA Cup game. He's throwing his hands up in the air and that's just how he yeah. always is. He's he's always 
but there, I think there was a marked improvement the way we performed when Carroll went up front. The energy, yeah, Carroll was... did. Carroll did look a bit. I mean, there, there might be. You know, I mean, this is what I know. So right? much better up front than with him up there, and then an Outovich was on his own up there. I mean, the club have made it have very much played down that he's off and, you know, not to read anything in that he jetted off to Austria and stuff. It's, it's not, look, everybody knows he wants to go. His brother has said so. Antonio went on goals on Sunday on, on Sunday and, and said, everybody knows he wants to leave. It's, it's no secret. Um, but West Ham have said he's not for sale and we want him to one on the contract. Pellegrini was a lot more tight lipped. He basically says, we see, as I've already said, we need a solution. The offer, and there is an offer from the Chinese club, thought to be Shanghai SIPG, uh, who are the top of the division by five points, is... Oh, so, uh, for, so, so he can win a title then. <laughs> yeah, it's 45 million euros. Now, 45 million euros, uh, sorry, 35 million euros, not 45, 35 million euros. And that 35 million euros works out about, to pounds, at the moment, the exchange rate, 31.7. But... Thank God for Brexit. (laughs) Yeah, but there is also a 20% sell-on fee that was in the contract with Anatovich. So another six point, whatever, seven goes to um, Stoke. That's a lot, though. It is a lot. What if you sold him... For what we paid for him, would we still have to give Stoke twenty percent? There's usually a rule on that, so I, I must admit, look, we <laughs> we didn't get to see a copy of the contract to know the ins and outs of is it twenty percent over over twenty million of what we bought him for, or is it twenty percent of the whole deal? I don't know the nuances of the twenty percent sell-on fee because that's what I was thinking when you said, yeah, that. yeah. I don't know the nuances. The other of... day, I was thinking, well, if you sell him, say we we sold him at like twenty million. We still got to give them four million, but we only paid twenty million yeah, for him. I don't know. It, it might be on a profit. So often it's on a profit. I don't know the mm, nuances. I don't, of it. I so think it's it, it could awful, be less. Awful bit of business to uh, such a long. Yeah, it might just be on the profit, and astute, unless it goes on. How astute business owners that you so love, Sean, for them to agree that sell-on clause is ridiculous. How many times have we sold? Perhaps your senior source at the club can shed light I on I will, yeah. If you, if senior source is quite busy. Um, so, oh. and, and and I think I, I've said that also then all Chinese clubs came in last year have to pay 100% tax. So a 35 million euro costs them 70. If they're going to go up, it costs them more. I know the Times printed a story today to say that the bid had been upped by Shanghai to 45 million. My senior source says this very afternoon, bollocks it is not true in any way or form there has been no up in of the bid um the, the the situation the club as i understand it is pellegrini will make the decision the board have said to pellegrini your team you do, you make the final decision whether Pelle, whether an outfit stays or goes however they have said but we're not going to take 35 million euros for him, right? If he goes, he goes for a a fair valuation and not 35 million euros. So that's the situation we are in. I think he's been told by Pellegrini, go to Austria, have a few days off, clear your head, come back and talk to me. So I wouldn't be surprised on Tuesday morning, 
whether the gaffer and and, and Altovich are sitting down at Rush Green and having a, a proper chat about this. But as someone said, in fact, uh, who else was on Sky? Oh, it was uh, well Jack Wilshire and and um, Harry, um, Jamie Redknapp were on, and, and Jack Wilshire said on Saturday um, that you know he was vital that he stayed, and Jamie Redknapp sort of said, "Come on, he should be honest. It's not that he dreams of going to China. This should be about just be. I just want to shed load of money, right?" And and that's true about that. And this is what Paul Merson said also on Sky. He said, you know, he's, his brother's pretending he wants to win titles and a cup. But he said he didn't even know what the name of the cup or the title is. He's saying, why don't you just be honest? Why don't you say, I want a shitload of money? Now, we're going to touch on some of the reasons. Look, in the last 48 hours, well, uh, a little bit more than 48 hours, uh, a, a rumour that has been been held a secret for some time, let's just say, has been broken. Now, we're not the ones to break it because our libel laws and everything else, but the rumour is out there on social media. Um, I think people like Hammers Chat and Baz Cox and people like that. Have, and it, it's not for us to confirm or deny a rumour because I say libel laws. And there's a lot of different, different versions of the rumour as well, all to do with money, by the way, you know, this and that and everything else. Again, I can't repeat the allegations, um, but but there's a lot of talk that that is the real reason behind his move. Um, I don't think we can say any more than that, can we, Nigel? <laughs> Nigel? No, no, not really. Um, I'm trying to think what I can say. Watch, watch Chinatown, Len. <laughs> latest yes. video that's what i say <laughs> uh, listen the only the, the thing is the, the only what would interest me is did his brother go looking for the deal or was the deal presented to him because if the deal's presented to him then so be it you know at the end of the day he, listen and we know he's got no love proper love for the club no. So we don't expect him to. He's, he's a Serbian that grew up in Austria. Yeah, his his cross hammers um, and his uh, he's playing yeah, the game that. with the cross hammers and the yeah, kissing the match. It, it don't it, we know? Yeah, it don't wash with me. Yeah. So he's got no love for clubs. So if someone says we'll pay you double or three times as much to do the same job that you're doing, bearing in mind you know that in four to five years' time that money stream's going to stop what you're going to do. Because I know what I would do if I was him. Yeah. And and that would be, you know, uh, you know on the, get on the fast boat to China rather than the slow boat but to it's, China. It's not, it's not just him. It's, it's not just his brother, though, is it? I mean, that's all it is, just his brother. He, he would be better now if he just come out and said, look, I'm, what's he, 29? I'm 29 years old. I'm not going to go and play for City. Am I win the league or Liverpool or whatever? It's not happening. No, he ain't going to win. Not, that's it. He ain't going to win trophies with to us. Madrid or I'm not going to PSG or I'm, this is what this is opportunity now is for me. Double my money. My brother gets a shed load of money. Everyone makes a load of money. Um, it's my retirement plan. I'm going to yeah. run down. But, you know, just a bit of honesty instead of yeah. a bit of I, instead of I dreamt of playing for. China. I'm going to China. He hasn't said this, though, has he? It's, it's all his brother. 
And yeah. how, how how many months ago was it his brother started talking about he should be playing for a Champions League club he wants to Yeah, play. I know. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. so something had happened. There was he was trying to instigate some kind of change and move three or four months ago, whatever it was, talking about trying to get him linked to a Champions League club based on the fact that that, that would probably wash with most of us if they someone came in and offered forty million doubled his wages and took him to Chelsea or something, we'd probably say, all right, fair enough. Yeah. But obviously that wasn't materialising. So, like Nigel said, did his brother start thinking, right, where else can we get big money for him? And start talking to Chinese clubs and, you know, that's that would be the interesting part of it. But I, it, it does surprise me a little bit now that if we are considering selling him and all these clubs like the Chelsea, who've now been told it's seventy-five million for Callum Wilson. Yeah, we, we've been, on to that, been right. linked to that, which is ridiculous. You know, they would be better off coming and say, "Look, I'll tell you what, we'll give you forty million for an Outovic," and nicking him themselves. Yeah, you know. It, well, that that's what we might get in the end. But I mean, the the club have said this is not a Dimitri Payet, but we know the routine now. You know, losing our best player shouldn't be. The heartache it was before. If if he wants to go, I think you said all along, John. You you've been quite honest and said if he wants to go, he's unhappy. Let him leave. Um, I don't think any price. The only bitterness about um, Dimitri Payet was, you know, he he did go on the cheap and he forced his way through. I don't think, to be fair to um, an Outovic, he's not threatening to strike. He's not threatening not to play. And there's no tricky situation about a pound note um, of this. Is he worth a pay-wise? Um, no, not in, the, not in the amount that he wants. He's he's already got the joint top wage of the top three players. And, and maybe his bonuses, he's, he's second or third in line behind Hernandez and, and Anderson. So he can it, still earn 125 grand a week. Say, no, basic, what's he on, 125 grand a week? He's on 105 basic, as the other two are, right? And then he has gold bonuses and clean sheet bonuses and appearance bonuses and all this lot that can take him to about 125. Uh, Technically, I think um, Anderson can get to about 130, 135, and as we know, uh, Hernandez can get to 145, 145. 140, 145. With, but, but you've got to earn all that bonuses. In the moment, Hernandez is not playing. He's earning his basic 105, you know? So it's difficult. It's, 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 not, it's complex. And a lot of deals are done like this where it's not as easy just to say who's the highest earner. It depends who's playing. Who's yeah, but a lot, a, lot of, a lot of clubs will look at it. You know, at the end of the day, Arnautovic is one of our better players. And he we is. do play better with him. You know, how well, much, though, isn't it? He hasn't. But we don't want to break been... the wage ceiling. Well, as well. not playing well. He he, he 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 scored. What's he got this season? He's joint top scorer. He is, he? but he, he, he is. and he's had injuries. Yes, but he hasn't been the same this season so far, has he? No, as he no. was at the end of last season. Can I can I say one last thing on the Anatovich to close it off? Well, go on. And it's it's a, a message directly to Malico Anatovic, uh, if you're listening. <laughs> oh. Malico, is that, is Marco that and his brother. My message is, when the fun stops, stop. And with that, I think we should move on. So, You're a comedy let's genius. talk about the transfer market. 
Um, we need to replace him. You've already touched on uh, Callum Wilson is is one uh, one uh, name we've been linked with yet again. Um, <laughs> uh, AFC Bournemouth said they let him go, but they value him at seventy five million, and apparently Chelsea's prepared to pay fifty million. How much would you pay for him, John? Uh, about ten. Really? Yeah. Your problem is, and you've you've said it to us on our WhatsApp group, but what, what's your problem with Callum Wilson? Boy, he's a cheat. He's a what? A cheat. Well, you didn't just say that. What did I say? Sean? You said he's had two back-to-back um, ACLs, crucial, didn't you? Yeah, crucial ligaments, yeah. No, I don't care what he, you know, he's just, he has against us done a couple of dodgy things that pisses Yeah, but off. you wouldn't. You still want him, wouldn't you? Yeah, you wouldn't hold no, that against absolutely, him. Absolutely, absolutely. But I wouldn't spend big money on him. He has had two major knee injuries, one on each side, I think. So mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't spend that sort of money on him. Who who would you want as a replacement? Well, I said to you on Saturday, you know, if, if I'd let him go and go and get Bashuai in on loan for the rest of the season. Well, Bashuai's gone somewhere today, as you probably Monaco, heard. Monaco, I think. Monaco, yeah. yeah. But that, that that could have been done, wouldn't it? Couldn't it, really? Yeah, and the, the Brazil... Well, not while uh, Alan is not gone. <laughs> That's a bit... Uh, the Brazilian, uh, Gabba Lola, whatever his name was, uh, has gone as well, isn't he? He's gone somewhere else. I don't know. The thing is, are these players going to want to come and join? It's, it's, I've seen names banded about, like, like Bashawai. Yeah. And the geezer turned us down. Didn't want to play for it. You know, I, in, he got bigger money. We are Chelsea, not a big though, draw. That's yeah. Yeah, but we're not a big draw, though. At the end of the day, a lot of, some players will prefer to be at Chelsea and sit on the yeah. bench and take their chance and start for West Ham. There will be a lot of players. The reason I'm out of it joined West Ham from Stoke was because... It wasn't. It was a step up, but no one bigger came in for it. You'd like to think it, we're looking a bit more appealing now, wouldn't you? With Pellegrini, how about Charlie I Kelman? Think, I don't see. No, to be fair, what 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 is the difference? Pellegrini. We're all we're still st- stuck in that yeah. middle of the, the, the table pot. Yeah, but Pe- Pellegrini oh, is enough. a champion winning championship winning manager. You know. He's done well. I know, but David Sullivan will tell you he's never finished below six. Well, that's true. You what, he will this season. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that he will. Uh, how about Charlie Kelman from Southend United? <laughs> he's, uh, he scored is six... that the kid that scored from the halfway line. Yeah, fifty. He's from his he scored own, sixty-one well, goals inside his in own. 2017, 2018 for South Southend Youth. He, he took a step up to under-23s this season and he made his debut on the weekend, scoring from the halfway line for his senior debut for Southend United. Well, you don't, you don't the scouts are looking at Well, they him. are. I know. He's been, he's, got, he's been not just what he did at the weekend. They've already been looking at him. Yeah, so, I mean, as for a ready-made replacement... The, the way I would look at it is I, I would fight too for now to keep Arnie at least until the summer. Whether yeah. you can or you can't, I don't know. At the end of the day, if we do sell him, it's difficult. I don't know really who's out there. What, the, I think you've got to get a loan. I, I don't think you can buy. Yeah. We haven't got any money and I'm not sure that whatever money we get will well, be... Well, we will. We'll have £40 million, Yeah, but that won't we? buy you anything. In, that won't buy you anything in, in January, really. Go and buy... What's the name? Who... Uh... Just, just to upset Neil Warnock, 
they're they're in the verge of signing a twenty million pound striker from somewhere. Yeah, go, go and jump that deal anywhere in Huddersfield. Huddersfield uh, managers just got sacked. Oh yeah. no, he's left by mutual. He didn't contact. get sacked. He's left. I mean, the thing is, I think we missed a boat. I don't, people could say whatever. You know, in the position we are, I would have took Jermaine Defoe on loan. Yeah, a bit too late now. That's what. Yeah, it's too late now. But. So, um, what, well, the other person that has been linked with an exit is Pedro Obiang, who, um, again, wanted to go to um, back to Italy. Um, is it Florentina? It's not Florentina, is it? Fiorentina. Fiorentina, yeah. So they offered 10.5 million euros. Uh, West Ham have turned it down, saying it's not enough money and they've got no cover. We've heard tonight from the senior source, Obiang is not for sale. They can't find a replacement, same as at the summer. They're not letting him leave. Is that right as well for Obiang? He's desperate to leave, go back to Italy, but he's been rejected yet again for his move. What, what what does nine million buy you in the current market? Pedro Obiang. <laughs> well, it doesn't know, does it? Well, no. The, the problem with we we've got is is that what we don't want to do is weaken our squad. A squad wise, we've not got a great great squad. We've got we've got a great first eleven. We've probably got a great thirteen. What we haven't got is a great seventeen. And what we don't want to do is weaken it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't. Obiang's a, a go-to player on the bench all the time, or a starter. You know, he, he has. He's done well for us, and he's been there a while. And you know, if he does want to go, that you know, they should take a fair price for him and let him go. But probably not this in January. I want to thought. Mm-hmm. How about uh, incoming John Joe Shelby? Rumoured that we put a 12 million bid in. Uh, don't exactly know where that money's coming from. Into Newcastle and had it knocked back. Would you want John John Shelby, who apparently bought a new house in Upminster? But I, they, didn't your senior source once say it was a load of rubbish and would never buy him? No, what, what the senior source said was that a loan, uh, a swap deal for Andy Carroll and John Joe Shelby that was reported said that was a load of rubbish because they would never be that stupid swap. Andy Carroll um, for John Joe Shelby, I think is what he actually said. I'll take John Joe Shelby. Did you? Yeah. Is he a Pellegrini type player though? Yeah. He's he's an attacking, he, 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 he'll pop you up with like four or five, maybe six goals a season from midfield. He's a good passer of the ball, yes. You know, so why is he not a Pellegrini? You'd have liked to think that a manager of Pellegrini's calibre, like you say, should be able to take any player and slot him in. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah. Okay. Another name, uh, Al <coughs> Amadou Diawara. <laughs> I'll probably pronounce that wrong. Napoli uh, midfielder uh, to replace Pedro Obiang, foreign uh, reports say. But uh, Napoli want 30 million euros for him. No, so happen, I can tell you now, never going to happen. Not unless he's on, on loan uh, with an option to buy. But it just we haven't got that money. So... There's not a lot else around, to be honest. Um, we don't really know what list is being prepared to replace Marko Nautovic if he does go. He might stay, as as Nigel said. Um, and I really don't expect... Uh, Reese Oxford is injured. I told he can't even run at the moment. He, he dumped his agent. Um, he's desperately looking to uh, try and... Although his agent denied it, he's desperately trying to look for a new club, but no one... Is there no way back uh, for him? No, no, there's no way back for him. What, even with a new agent? Even if he changed, mm, mm, even no, if he like knuckled no. down. I mean, I've seen, I, no. I mean, not for a couple, I mean, I used to go over and watch the under-23s no. a couple of years ago, and he and he was a great player. I know, but I don't think there's a way back for him with Pellegrini. He's hard, you know, I think Pellegrini can be quite tough. Anyway, let's move on for transfers. I don't think... Is there any other rumours you've you've heard of or... I don't you keep my ear to the ground like you. Well, there's not a lot going on because we've got now money. Uh, but, and we're yeah. not desperate. And we're not desperate. You're right. We're, we're ninth in the league. Let's talk about um, uh, rival fans because on, on Saturday, a number of pictures emerged of uh, Arsenal fans in Arsenal shirts being escorted out from the home end we saw uh, a Liverpool fan being escorted out as well wearing a Liverpool scarf I don't know if you know but on Saturday we're checking under people's coats for away shirts which is good uh, they've not done that before and uh, obviously we had the Arsenal TV um, uh, video where two of them omitted it was their first game one from Norway one from America yeah, the like only thing that worried me about that video was the Yank uh, was um, in an Arsenal coat yeah he was wasn't he <laughs> so so how did he so do that they didn't need to ask him he was wearing an Arsenal hat so they didn't need to ask him to lift his coat up to see he was an Arsenal fan so yeah. he was in the West Ham and he him. you know but but we've known this for some time. But I guess the one thing that's come up today is there's a tweet that's been going around Twitter, funny enough, tweet, Twitter, um, by a chap called Adam, who's who's a Liverpool fan. And he says, and we've all seen this, and we'll put it on the Facebook group, got a few spur, uh, spares for the West Ham game. 
but in the home end, if anyone is still after one. Hashtag Liverpool Football Club. And and he's obviously logged in to an account, probably a, a season ticket account, and he's got three singles. And I'm just looking at them. Um, one's in area 135, another one's in area 155, another one's in area 240. And he's selling these to Liverpool fans. Um, I've done my duty and passed it on to the club. Um, and they've said they're investigate. But, I mean, <laughs> there's, there's blazant, there's blazant, isn't there? We've all known this has been going on, but this is some proof. Nigel? Yeah. What? Is it wrong? Because you're going to probably tell me it always has gone on. It's just a bit more public yeah, now. The, 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 I want... <sighs> Liverpool season ticket holders owning season tickets and selling them well, out well, openly we knew from to their day fans. One, on. And this is the thing, yeah. We knew from day one that non-West Ham fans were buying season tickets, yeah. We know that from the... And it goes back to the way the things were sold, yeah, in the sales centre. We knew back then all this was going on. But nothing was said, nothing was done. It's all pushed under the carpet. Everybody loves the Golds and Sullivan now. Yeah. But then they get the ump about this. And I go, but this goes back to the way they done it. So if you want to blame anyone, blame the people that allowed them to sell them the tickets. Cool. How did I know you were going to say well, that? Well, well, what? But that's well, a fact, isn't it? It's, it's true, Sean. That's what it boils down to. It's true. It's how it was done in the first Well, place. they wanted a full stadium, and I would admit well, some you of the go. strategy on the hindsight is... No, not so on hindsight, of... it was pointed out to them when it was going on, and they totally ignored it. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the club should to 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 come down hard now when they find so, this So like the this. club have sold it to anyone, and now they've realised what people said back three, four years ago had gone on is actually true. <clears throat> now the club's got to come down hard. Yeah, well, they they denied it for a long time, and they're trying to stamp well, out a you way. You deny, I call you lie. So they lied about <laughs> it. But well, it's a lie, and that's a really harsh word. Nigel. Yeah, well, I use it, you know, quite well. I think in this in this situation, marketed. Um, so, you know, they've only got themselves to blame. The way I see it is, if a Liverpool fan wants to sit in the West Ham end, I ain't got a problem. But if he wants to sit in the West Ham end in a Liverpool shirt. I'm let it be known he's a Liverpool fan and he's a dickhead and deserves slinging out. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Fair the, the only thing is, he gets what he deserves, doesn't he? Then, then it makes yeah. us look bad when someone got lazy. Well, I'm not, yeah, I don't whatever. agree with that, to be fair. Like giving someone a punch as they go down the stairs no, or, or, or throwing something out of them. I'm oh, sorry, I don't. We're supposed to be grown ups about it, unless they're Millwall fans. Um, but anyway, <laughs> apart from that, it, you know, if people want to do that, then I'm not going to be hypocritical about it because I've sat, I've sat in, in, um, I've sat in the Anfield Road stand. Yeah, I was going to say, have you sat? I yeah. was going to ask you, Nigel, have you sat? Yeah, in I, but, I, I, but not wearing what, colours. Not, no, not me and my West mates went up. There, I think there was a couple of Liverpool and a couple of us were West Ham, and we got tickets. Funny enough, from it was a ticket office in the West End, Star Green. And they had five tickets. I think they were season tickets at Liverpool. This is in the 1990s. And um, we, we had the five off of them. So we could all be together like a group of mates, um, you know, all from Plasto, Canning Town. Couple Liverpool, three of us were West Ham. We all went up together. 
Hmm. So, you know, I've sat in the Tottenham men more times than I can remember as a, as a West Ham <laughs> well, fan. We've sat, you know? Sean, we've sat in the Chelsea end. Yeah, we have. Yeah, and, yeah. and we've been at Tottenham right next to the away fans in a box as yeah. well. <laughs> we had to duck down, didn't we? You, you just, That's not quite you just keep yourself to yourselves and go with it. It's, it's, this, yeah. it's this wearing of colours and bowling yeah. around. I mean, I see someone in our end on Saturday, some bloke walking around with his kid in the Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. he walked past us well, while he was at the bar. I'll yeah. tell you what, I had a few but things. I, I Not only did I meet two stewards who met, quietly whispered, I don't know why, that they were Arsenal fans. Um, but also there was two Malaysians down at the front row in 114 who were Man United fans who told us they were Man They just came to watch But that's Premier the thing. We're, 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 it, because it's easy, it is easy to buy tickets at West yeah. Ham. It sells out. It goes to Ticket Trader. People can buy on Ticket mm. Trader. Yeah, the, who, would they, who are they selling to on Ticket Trader? They'll sell to yeah. anyone. Tourists, oh. tourists. Anyway, I want to move on because of time. There's one more thing I want to address. That it's an observation. And that is... Um, John, uh, we bumped into someone that John knows, um, uh, who's a West Ham fan, uh, and I indirectly know through his sisters. And uh, we met at half time, and John introduced me. I won't say his name. And he said, I said, Oh, how, how, how often do you get up? And he said, I've bought a half season ticket. He's one of these guys who's bought the new, with the capacity increase, he's bought a half-season ticket. Well, I won't block... his name. No one knows him. All right, Keith. All right. <laughs> I just don't want the club to <laughs> look into That ain't the guys who are, see, is it? Before yeah, the... Anyway. Spoke to at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's listening. Sean, watch out. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Thinks highly of you. So, I, I said to him, I said to him, <laughs> what, when did you go on the waiting list? And And he said... The 8th of December. And I said, what year? And he said, last year. So I said, well, how long were you on the waiting list? He said, two weeks. I said, you're having a laugh. He said, no. So I went, oh, I want to tweet that out. I said, you, so you, just get me right. Is that the first you thing you thought? Yeah. So if I'm hearing said, that. The first thing you thought was, I'm going to tweet that out. Not scandalous yeah. or... Anyway, I, I, I told him that. Anyway, so he joined on the 8th. Before Christmas, he had a half-season ticket. Now, I will point out, just for fairness, it was a single-season ticket, and he didn't have any choice of where he sat or what band he sat in. So uh, it was probably the last of them and saying, right, it's a single, you'd be on your own. But still, he was on it for two weeks. Now, after that, I happened to bump into the head of ticketing, <laughs> Nicola Gay, <laughs> who I told this story and said, um, and she went, oh, what do you mean you've tweeted it out? And I said, yeah, I tweeted it out. She went, oh, great. And I said, well, I've been asking you for a long time, does this exist? She said, well, well, it, it must have been a mistake. <laughs> and I said, really? She said, well, uh, or, or it's because no one wanted single or anything. I have, I must admit, Right, I have grave doubts now about this this waiting list. If if a person can get it in a half season ticket, even if it's a single in two weeks, I have grave reservations about this list. And every time I go um, for a meeting, and I, I mentioned the supporters board last time, and I mentioned it on the SAB, and I keep on asking the question. I don't get a straight answer, but I keep on asking the question, and I'll continue to to answer the question until I get a straight answer. 
But there was a big hoo-ah about this recently. I think the Football Sports Federation, WISA, did things where the club was supposed to, if you asked them, tell you where you are on the waiting list. I think it was to do with the new data protection stuff that everybody's got a set number. I don't think the club have ever given anyone where they are on the waiting list. Well, there you go. If that's true, then contact the club and ask them where you no, are in the waiting list. No, people have done that. I've read on KUMB at the time. People had contacted the club. The club got back to them and said, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll be in touch. We're going through whatever. Never, ever gave them the actual so, position so they after, were in. Okay, so when I tweeted this out, uh, I had one other person come to me and said, I gave up my season ticket because I was out of the country and I forgot to renew my season ticket this season. So the end of last season, he gave up his season ticket because he was out in the country. He said, again, to back up Keith, who you've now outed, John, um, that, <laughs> <laughs> that, that he joined the waiting list in December and also been offered a seat, a single seat. So, that's so there's something very strange going well, on. It's a single seat situation, isn't it? I mean, back in the Bowling, they used to you used to, be able to get our season tickets, didn't you? People we knew. Yeah, but at Gary the Bowling, they, they only spot. ever had, and apart from the last season, funny enough, so the last season and the season after we won the FA Cup, which coincided us with nearly going down in the Tevez season, uh, that was the only time they sold out season tickets, 26,000. Apart from that, they used to average twenty-one thousand season ticket holders. But they, they, yeah. So they, there's no different now, then, is it? No, really. And that's, <clears throat> that's what it boils down to. But it's you've got, to, you know, in this situation, you probably could understand the fact that they're single season tickets. There's not that many people, I would imagine, on waiting lists who want a season ticket on their own, are there? Hmm. I don't know. That well, I, well I'm, I'm, I'm calling for transparency, and I've asked. Yeah, I'd, let's asked see what happens. Board. I'm not being funny. Uh, you, surely you, after all this time, must realise it's bullshit. Well, uh, innocent till proven oh, guilty. Be... Uh, incoming message from uh, fellow presenter George Bucci from St Lucia. Sorry, I'm missing out. I was just getting a couple's massage. Now plotting to watch the sunset with a cocktail. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Oh, and he sent us a picture. How very nice. Looks a bit dark out here. Tough times. Tough times. Yeah, look, I've anyway, just been text quick. Any truth in Ibrahimovic? Yeah, so we were, we were talking to about that just before we came on air. Um, <laughs> Shall I tell him listen to the podcast? <laughs> yeah, who is it that texted you first? It's my nephew, Billy. Oh. Um, we are asking that question um, to the senior source. We haven't got back. He's a bit busy. Um, I don't know the answer. But I, I very much doubt don't know it. Yet. I very much oh. doubt it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's it, it's time for this. I hope you're ready. Yeah, it's Facebook, Twitter question time. You're supposed to talk. You're supposed to go, it's Facebook, Twitter question time. It's Facebook, Twitter question time. Hurry back, George. Ready? Do you want me to do it then? (laughs) 
Well, it, it can't be John. Well, all right. Normally you go and, and like earlier today, Nigel posted or whatever. So anyway, recording tonight yeah. where we discuss our victory over Arsenal. I knew we were staying there going transfers. Anything else Sean wants to talk about? And I'm talking this fast. We've done 50 odd minutes already. And loads of people have commented or asked a question. Straight in, Mason Dolan. Great name. Uh, brilliant podcast, lads. Listen every week from the land down under. Personal five is the shed Great. man. Oh, God bless you. Come on. That's what he said. Don't encourage him. Don't encourage him, please. Now we have long-term plans for our spine, Rice, Diop and Trot as a future keeper. Who can... That shows he was listening the other week. Uh, Who can the club focus... Yeah. yeah. Who can the club focus on as a long-term first-class striker? Is Silver good enough to tell? Or cash in Ferrani and buy a young gun? I don't know about that. I, I really don't know. I, I can't see the wood for the trees at the moment. On who Mason the thinks that's the missing piece that we need to break into the next phase. I think mm. we need a bit more than that. Paul Harris Chopper replied, uh, if we get 40 million, Rani, should we be trying to hijack Bayern Munich's deal for Hudson you at Chelsea or even Jaden Sancho from Borussia Dortmund? Forget about Sancho. He's too good for us, and he ain't going to leave Dortmund where he's going to win the title and play Champions League football to join us. Uh, yeah, quite ambitious yes. attempts. Uh, Derek Howard, what are your thoughts so far on Nasri? I wasn't keen at first, but now he looks a quality signing. We've done Nasri? Yeah, talked a bit yeah. about that. Yeah, we yeah a lot of people were slagging him off. I, I think he's got potential like John. I, 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 be I think for two, three years, going to be a great player. Uh, yeah. Could even help oh, so Lanzini. <coughs> if uh, Charlie Fawkes, if Arnie wants to go, let him. Agreed. But not for small change. The club hold the aces, not sure about that, and can make him stay till the summer if need be to get a fair price. Got to be worth 45 to 50 mil, or more chance for a proper replacement then. Darren Kitchen. I'll take, I'll take 40. I'll take 40 mil for him. And- Pack him on his way. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the 35. I think if you turn a profit for him, no matter what. Darren Kitchen, never seen a happier player than Declan after scoring. Glad I was there to witness it. Brilliant team performance. Great podcast. Continue to enjoy it, fellas. Thank you very much, Darren. Back in the yeah. kitchen. Uh, Rob, Robert Jesse. Uh, Arnie wanted to get in a strop on Saturday, I thought, but the rest of the team showed in the way. I'd let him go as he will be disruptive and there seems to be a decent spirit at the moment. Uh, Diop is colossal. I think he's put colossal. I think you mean colossal for us. By Wilson from Bournemouth or Vardy, he don't get on with Puel. Vardy, Vardy. interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Nearly came to us once before, of course. Did he? Yeah. All right. Called him some my senior source. All right. All right. Nick Harvey. Another day. Uh, Harvey the rabbit. Uh, if Arnie needs more money, then let him go. But fee has to be 45 million plus. Save the cash now. Our replacements in the summer. Good to see Creswell. He did have a good game. Finally showing some form again. Long might continue. Rice is looking like the real deal. Overall, things are definitely looking up. Central midfield and striker needed in the window to give the squad some depth loans if necessary. Oh, and please get rid of Carroll this window. He has nothing when he's on the pitch. Oh, pitch. Sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, a bit harsh there. 
um, Nick, I think, to be fair. I think Carroll did all right when he come on, didn't he? I think he, he did, did actually he did. on this game yeah. two years ago today was it he scored that goal against Palace oh. uh, you're the stat man I believe it is. was a cracker it was it was a cracker uh, second best goal in my opinion scored at the, uh, the, 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 the goldfish bowl uh, Matthew Kemp uh, who, who uh, is one of the spanders. What was the first one? Sorry, Nigel, what was the first one? Uh, me I'm going to go Payette against Middlesbrough where he dribbled round after team and got right. us a point uh, right, Matthew Kemp from Spandau Ballet. Rumours suggest Arnie has gambling debts. Ooh, ooh, cut that. Hence the need to move on for his 200 grand a week payday. Surely the club can help try and find ways to support the player around this addiction. As we said, um, Clint, um, um, more than just a podcast will never confirm or deny or uh, take part in the speculation that is currently ongoing. Uh, due to UK libel laws. Oh, right. Roy Carroll and Matthew Everton overcome their gambling problems. Regardless, the waving at the fans Saturday suggests he's off. Yeah, it was a bit strange to see him do that. Uh, Ali Jones. I don't know if it's a man or a woman, but anyway. If Arnie wants out, then let him go. Not overly fussed. Was more bothered about Payette, which I've seen a lot of people say. But I think with Pellegrini and the new boys have brought in a new feeling to the club. And there's confidence about us to get on with it without him. Who would you boys get in? Uh, well, we've sort of done that. There's not really a lot yeah. out there. But... Yeah, we don't really know. No. <laughs> we don't know. No, no it's serious as that. Yeah. Uh, Paul Sanders, the colonel, not directly football-related, and I'm sure the other posts echo my views on Arnie, but why was the bar under the Bobby Moore lower screen after the match closed down to one counter? Really? I don't know, but uh, if you uh, pass that on to the uh, West Ham United official supporters board, I'm sure we'll get that looked oh, into. Oh, yeah, I've been sort of co-opted. Email uh, David Baker. Uh, our contacts, If did you pick up one of our leaflets uh, given you out leaflets? when we were in the programme? No. Yeah, we've got leaflets. We've got supporters board leaflets. Well, can someone pick up? Pick up the the real ale situation, Sean, please. Well, and the real ale situation. So someone told us, well, it was Keith, wasn't it? Yeah, he's been um, around most of the ground. And who said that there's real ale bars, but it's not, like, not in our even in the away end, everywhere has got real ale for sale. Except us. Except for our little bit, which is marooned yeah, between go. the away. All right, we're going to take that up. Because only you bleeding old farts from Surrey drink real ale. The rest of us are on the lager, if you don't mind. Oh, I, don't, hmm. I don't think just, so. I think they sold just, out. Just to um, digress just a minute, Nigel. Got any news for the supporters board from yourself? Well, yes. I've been uh, uh, asked if I would sit or, or apply to go on a ticket in subgroup, I think it's called. So once I know more, I'll put it out there and I'll see hmm. what happens. But you have applied though, haven't you? I, I accepted, like yeah, I accepted the yeah. invitation. It is dependent yeah. on a couple of things. Um, yeah. One and, and two, if I walk in the room and there's, you know, I'm not happy, I walk out. Oh, so is there, is, what are you talking about? You, you're a subgroup? To yeah, so the weird thing is, yeah, yeah they've... It, it's a subgroup. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're gonna... The people who applied but didn't get on, we're creating a number of subgroups on the supporters board, one of which is ticketing and we're looking into uh, kits and we're looking into catering, etc. But the, Real ale. Uh, 
Well, the catering one, I'm sure we'll look into really. Well, I mean, uh, they anyway. asked me to go on ticketing, which is quite apt, really, because I've got a long history of mowing the internet <laughs> <laughs> ticket in the West. You are, yeah. <laughs> We will keep that quiet for uh, another day. Uh, uh, yeah, so basically, old Colonel Sanders is saying that the bar at the Bobby Moore, there must have been 500 people queuing, that, that, which is strange because that's a good bar. And you would have thought on a Saturday early kickoff, they'd keep the bars open longer to keep the people in the ground, isn't it? Because it's an early finish, people want to stand around and have a beer I, more. I never, I really never understand it, you know, them so not, I mean, that concourse now, even where we are, it's quite a large area. They could have pop-up bars, couldn't they? Yeah. They could have areas just selling bottled lager. You know, they just really these companies don't do not make the most of the opportunity that presents themselves. No, they should they should keep people at the ground. I mean, I I I don't know if I said on air. I think it was before air. I went to meet Huey from Clarence and Hugh at Westfield, and usually I have to go. Stop to the booing people! John. Stop booing! Cool. Um, He's a I real fan. Join, go on, carry on. Sorry. I have a join. Um, I go to sports club with um, Nigel and John, and therefore we go to sports club. Or if we're leaving straight away, we go to Pudding Mill Lane. So we don't usually hit any kind. I went and I sat or, or stood in stop and go boards on the way to Westfield. I, I, I reckon for 35 minutes not moving for five minutes and then moving and then being do the walk of shame all the way around Westfield before I could go in Westfield. To, d- d- there's a way to beat that prime. and I'll tell you off there. Go on. How to do it. All right. Okay, uh, you don't want everyone doing it, do you? There's more the yeah, yeah, true. You know, there's, you know, there's, tell there's, me because I really... Well, look, we've only got yeah, 10 it, listeners. Well, no, actually, reading the iTunes reviews, we lost a couple the other week, didn't we? Because yeah, you upset, upset them. them. Uh, so... Yeah. Basically, go down Carpenter's Road to Stratford High Street, walk yeah. con- around the High Street, round the. Co- in fact, you ain't got to go, go three quarters away down Carpenter's Road, then turn left for the High Street, up over the footbridge, over the railway line, into the bus station, go into Westfields that way. Straight oh, in. You have to draw me a map. As an out of town, you're going to have to yeah, draw me a map. And that, and that it's, you'll be in Westfields in 15, map. 20 minutes. Oh, wow. There you, there you go. go, people. Anyway, let's get anyway, on. Chris Super. I watched Arnie closely on Saturday, and he contributed zero. Andy Carroll did much more in his camel cameo. Sorry, appearance. Take the money. Uh, thanks yeah. for that, Chris. Uh, this probably won't get a lot of people arguing with you there. Uh, Richard Dodds. Dodds-y. Hi there from Kiwi Land. This is a Dan Under podcast. So Kia Ola from New Zealand. He keeps saying that. We don't know what it means. With the extra 6,000 seats, actually, Dodds, it's 3,000 seats. 3, 000, and the fact yeah. the stadium was actually full with real people, how quick and easy was it to get in? Actually, the searches were worse this week. They, they, for some reason, they were making us turn around. So they, they, they scanned your front, then the geezer goes, turn around, scans your back, and then he's like, take you out off. Yeah, and they were looking for. I mean, at the at the FA Cup against Birmingham, they were looking for knives. On this one, they apparently they were looking for Arsenal shirts. What? On, what Arsenal under my hat? Men. Well, I don't know. Drugs, maybe. Yeah. Uh, uh, how quick could you get the food? I don't really eat in there. Did, did anyone eat? Yeah, yeah. We had some. Uh, you, uh, John, had a massive twelve-inch sausage, um, and we had. Yeah, the, we're talking about food. Um, 
and we had the chicken burgers. But yeah, got them straight away. How quick was the half-time pint? I'll ask this to John because he went and yeah. got the half-time pint. Yeah. We got it straight away, but we we leave the same time we used to leave at the bowl. 38. We, we, we yeah. go for yeah. about 38. I see him because I was going to text saying, blimey, you boys are a bit early. Yeah, well, we, that's why it gives me such the eight that there's no telly in the concourse where we're 38. Mm. Well, there is one. There's not 38 minute rule. There needs to be one. telly near the bar area. No, not there needs to be bar, television right. showing the game because you've got to get yeah. in there that early to get a beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Get on it. We're a poor relation in that area, though, I think, John. Dodsy carried yeah, in. We we're in the enclave bit where we're sandwiched between the posh people and the wave fans, and they're not really bothered about and us. And we're also the, yeah, we're also the rioters, aren't we? We're the ones that, we're the, the rioters, the ones that cause all yeah, the trouble. Yeah, bloody rioters. Yeah. Won't sit down. Uh, Dodsy carried on. Also, did Maid Marion meet Prince Charming Sean? Uh, no, I think I forgot to arrange that. I forgot. I tell you, no, I'll you didn't. Sort that out. Some some big girl came up over, and I thought it was Marion, but um, <laughs> oh it was a Danish girl, so and um, it wasn't Welsh. Oh, right. so. Okay. Oh, and last week's podcast was like a remake of Smith and Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Who said uh, that? Uh, Do you know what? I had a couple of people come up and say we're, we're, it was strangely addictive <laughs> that we couldn't switch off the podcast until we listened it, to the draw being made. It's going to turn into the it same is. Thing. I was expecting, I didn't expect to get the, the quite good reviews that it got. I was expecting people to yeah. Moment. Come on, move Michael on. Michael Malin, well played Saturday, boys. Thank you very much. If Arnautovic wants to go, <laughs> let him go. Been through this many times. Going back to Martin Peters, call Mike, you're old. Arnie will be forgotten by the summer. Ryan Darlow, fuck the money. Let him sweep the concourse. If he's going to act a dick, too much player power. Make an example of him. That being said, if he decides to stay, I love him. <laughs> oh, you fickle fan, Ryan. Uh, Nathan Waygood, because he's Waygood. Oh, g'day, Cobber from Australia. Well, have we got a few Aussies, haven't we? Dear, oh dear. Currently touring Vietnam, so I missed the game. I thought that war finished. But from what I've heard and clips, it's it's seen. I've seen it sounds like a complete performance. With rumours around Arnie leaving Perez and Obiang, we'll spend what we make from these sales to keep our great run going. Don't bet on it. Hopefully, we can carry on and take it to Bournemouth. Thanks, Nathan. Clive Catterall. If I said you had, a, if I said you had a beautiful body, would you hold would it you against, hold me? against me? He died this week, old Doctor Rook. Did he? He did. Lord Geese with the eye patch. I don't think he was a doctor, and I don't think his name was Rook. But anyway, he did die. Um, Mike Bullin. That's all Clive said, by the way. <laughs> Mike Bullin. Is Arnautovic leaving an opportunity for Dean Garnett to step up until we buy a new striker in the summer? Um, or is it too much pressure? You could move um, Antonio up front, I suppose, as a, as a, yeah. as a backstop and then put Dean Garner in. To that. I mean, there is a train of thought that we do let him go, hold the money to the summer, let everyone else get on with it. But I thought, what's his name was linked to go, wasn't he, as well? Um, Perez, isn't it? Perez, or whatever his name is. Perez, is he? Well, he's, yeah. he's... Wasn't he linked to moving away, Sean? Sean? 
sorry, I was on mute uh, of my own review. Uh, um, I wonder why you weren't listening to me. Yeah, Perez is linked to possibly go to Spain. Best um, luck. He but, could do Spanish. Uh, yeah, because but no no proper bids have come in because they've watched um, him play. Yeah, yeah. All right, David White, gents, if you were in money trouble, would you move your family to China to resolve them? Uh, no. Yes. Uh, love the yes. show. Yes, I would. No, I wouldn't move them to China. And if if the alleged whatever, true, I also wouldn't move to China either. All right. Well, I wouldn't bet on it. Anyway, Gary Prince, could you let me know what bookie lets you ramp up so much debt that earning undergrad a week won't clear it? All right, all right. <laughs> let's let's move on from this I, subject. I, I, I can think of a couple, but I wouldn't really want to name them. They won't right. thank me. Let's just be clear, right? I just want to put this out there, right? Number one, there's so many different stories, everything. It may not be true, right? The only way you would prove this, if it was true... Right, and the papers have known about this story for a long time. Don't you think the Sun would have printed it? Don't you think the Guardian would have printed it? Don't you think the Times, the Telegraph, the Daily Mail would have printed it? Why are they not printing it? They're not printing it because they're worried they're going to get sued by an Anatovich's brother, Anatovich, or his lawyers. So therefore, if you listen to the rumours, there's many different variants, different amounts, different stories. Who, who he may or may not owe money to, etc. They can't all be right. So let's take a pinch of salt with this and say it may not be true completely. And if it is true, it might be a variant. So we shouldn't be speculating about a potential addiction and a very personal problem to this individual. We should have some respect. Oh, I'm glad we was going to avoid that get topic off anyway. Right, yeah. so we carry on. The American West Ham podcast, or Tony, uh, says, top three managers of all time. Go, quickly. West Ham manager. Uh, Alex Ferguson. Oh, Well, he don't say that, actually. He says, top three managers of all time. Well, Alex Ferguson's got to be up there. Uh, if, we, if we take it as West yeah. Ham. Uh, Greenwood, Lyle. Uh, Red nap. No. Bonds. No. Well, look, he's entitled to his opinion. Go on, Sean. Go on. Uh, I would go Greenwood, Lyle, uh, uh, Red nap. I mean, if we're not actually, no, Pellegrini, uh, Sam Allardyce. Oh, fuck off. I'm going to talk over you now. You can piss off. <laughs> uh, for me, Lyle is king. Could still mute him, by Red the way. Redknapp. I would have <laughs> second spot. I would. I'm sorry, John. I'd have Redknapp in second spot. Bonds is a legend as a player, but he weren't all that as a manager. Let's, let's, let's be fine. <laughs> sorry about that. And then um, I'd probably go Ron Greenwood. Yeah. Cool. Top Moving three on. of Moving all on. time, on. though, would be uh, Bill Shankly, uh, Brian Clough, and then John Long. Um, Mark Collins says, in light of all the rumours going around, do you think betting companies should be allowed to have so much influence in the game? That's true. You take so you take your money. Look, they're not allowed to advertise they're, on they're, it's children's been looked into, is it not? They're, they're trying to take away the influence over the game. 
Yeah. So, in the yeah. same way cigarette manufacturers got oh, look, we, we take money from where we can get it. There wasn't a load of people queuing up for our shirt sponsors. So no, think... but if you look at the prevalence of betting companies that sponsor football clubs bet, nah. and, and Bet365 that play the owner football club, you yeah. know, um, it's, you know, it's anyway, been David Holtzig. It's, it's a problem. Says, it's a problem. Bet responsibly. Who are they? I, don't, I haven't got an account with him. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, free bet to bet. Um, here's my question. Is this the last one? David Altsig. There's a few. He, yeah. oh, here's a question. David Altsig. He's injury prone. He's getting older. He's a petulant child and his brother is worse. So why keep him? This is David Holtzig? Yeah. You're describing? No. Oh. No. I'm not. Well, Dave may be injury prone. He's definitely getting older. I don't know if he's got a petulant child because they look well behaved to me, and I've not met his brother. But we'll keep him because I quite like him. But can we do better? <laughs> we probably could do. Not in general. Well, not, not can in we general. not transfer in like Tony from the American podcast for Dave? Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, James Langham. Who would you rather have in your team on form, Dimit Payet or Philippe Anderson? Payet. Payet. Yeah, he says Payet. I'd go Payet all day long. Yeah, it was his free kicks as well. He was a game changer, which I don't think Anderson does it in enough times. I mean, Payet almost carried it. Moving on. Yeah, all right. Uh, New Zealand Amers. Uh, question, what do the team know about the dark forces at work we've done about the on-out-of-its situation and could the club bail him out with a new package? They don't want to offer him a contract, do they? So, Look, again, we cash I don't in think we've done this I'm moving secret. on. Sorry, yeah. if that's Quinny, I'm sorry, Quinny, Sean, don't want to talk about it. Uh, Richard Taylor says, he's got a funny last name, Taylor or... Nice that two or three years we had a teenager that put himself on the map against Arsenal and then we had another one that did it Saturday. Sadly or gladly, it's not the same one. <laughs> now that we've signed Cho So Juan, can we let Arnie go? Or Tony Martinez update. So do you know, do you, did you hear about the signing of the Cho So Juan? Well, she's a oh, South Korean woman who signed for um, West Ham ladies, or women, as they call themselves. Oh, right. But you don't follow that, so no, I guess... No, uh... but she, she, is she the Cho-so one? Is she... <laughs> it's a joke, <laughs> and I'm not taking part in it. So move on. Is that not her name, then? It's similar. Oh, is it? Oh, right. Oh, that is right, then. All right, okay. Uh, what is Tony Martinez up to? He's in Spain, isn't he? He is, yeah. He's, he's. I, I don't. I don't know if he's gonna make right. it. So he also says, "What happened to everyone wanting Sergei Milankovic Savic during the World Cup? I haven't heard his name since. Don't know where Never he is. Never heard of him. To be fair, even during the World Cup. Uh, Hick Chidurchi, great name. Hick, not heard you from a while. Uh, why not tell Arnie he can have his move in the summer? We will struggle to get a decent replacement now and probably have to pay over the odds. Or stop talking about betting, please. Yeah. We're not allowed. Uh, Tim Burke, 
uh, says, I've come to terms with Arnie leaving. As long as we get enough to invest in a comparable, preferably younger striker, keeping in mind Stoke get 20% of the profit from his transfer. Hmm. Is that our mate, Tim Burke, from Bolton Road, John? I don't think it is, Sean. I don't know. It's another Tim Burke. We've had that conversation before. before, He he looks very young. He's got a beard. He looks American no, to me. No, to be yeah, he's older than us. The oh, other no. Timbert, oh, so. he is American. You know, when he said he looks American, he is American because he likes the Baltimore no, right. Orioles, the which Timbert, I thought yeah. Orioles yeah. was a biscuit. But anyway. It is, yeah. Uh, anyway. Mark Hall says, I absolutely wish you were right, but we don't get 20%. I don't know what he means there. And WHU Mark Reaper said, if. Right, he's, he's probably a Stoke, Stoke fan, fan and saying, they don't we don't get, get 20%. 20%. Oh, right. Yes. Yes, that is right. He is, yeah, all right. Mark Reaper says, if you were offered treble the money to move to rival podcasts, would you transfer? He's, he's got a good that. point. I'll be all right. Go on. Yeah, who, go who would on. you go to? Anyone, as long as Sean weren't hosting it. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. Um, I, well, I mean, let's face it, treble of nothing is nothing. So I'd probably stick with you <laughs> boys, to be fair. I'm not sure the West Ham no, way had me. me. I, I don't read the Guardian, so shit hammer time's out of it. Um, <laughs> I, I, the American podcast. How about the three hammers? Are they still going? Well, there's only two of them. We never found out what happened to the third one. I think Jack the Ripper done him. Um. What other podcasts? Green Street, are there? apparently. There are a few others. There's, 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 there's a load popping up and down. It's good. That's your lot. Okay, so um, I, I can tell we, you. I we're beat Bournemouth. Right, see you later. Um, hang on, quickly. So uh, Super I've Six. Got it in front I'm of me. This, I've got it right. All ten. Oh, no, I'm I've doing it. I'm doing it. Let's, let's do jo- it. No, I've only got John is in fifty ninth. John is 59th place. George is 46th place. Nigel is 31st place. Uh, I'm 21st place. We all scored four, four points, by the way, this week. So we didn't move up or down against each other. Top three, Phil Walker. Uh, second place, Lee Davis. First place, Paul Disley. There so you go. So James Madrick, Simon Pope, Alan Austin, Ryan Smith, Adam Darling, and Ben White, Mark Matthews, all tuned in to hear their name said. Yeah, I know. You didn't do it. I know. Well, mine, I actually I took know. a photograph of the top 10. I all prepared it for it. I don't want him moaning. There you go. There you go. <sighs> anyway, uh, AFC Wimbledon against the Cherries. Uh, will we take their cherry, John? AFC Wimbledon against the Cherries. A- AFC <laughs> uh, Bournemouth. We're playing Bournemouth away at the yeah. seaside. Okay, yeah. Anyone yeah. going, and yeah. what will the score be, we're John? Win 2 1. Really? Yeah. Uh, Nigel. Draw 2 all. Uh, I'll go for a 1 0 one away win. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. Uh, we'll be back Monday, hopefully. Will we have George back from St. Lucia? Yeah, it should possibly. If he's, uh, Yeah, could possibly. All right. It's goodbye from me, Sean. Goodbye. It's goodbye from John. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from Nigel. Bye. Come on, you irons.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.